We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Steve TPFL. It's Thursday, it is August 18th, it is 2022. We have five baseball games to talk about here on today's main slate, and it is a doozy. Joined today by my buddy Dre, Drizzy26 in the DFS streets. Dre, what's happening, my friend? Uh, not much is hanging in there. Uh, hopefully, everyone's having a good night DFS-wise. Trying to sweat out a couple little bets that I have going on here, and hopefully they'll come through. I feel like you're you're one of those people that like are super excited for football to do one of your crazy turn ten dollars into like a million dollar bet. Oh yeah, I definitely am for sure. I've been like yearning for football to come along, um, and, and basketball because baseball is such, such a volatile sport. Um, it's hard to hit hit a crazy like parlay like that, but they close a few times. But I look forward to being uh, a lot more consistent in, in the upcoming uh, months with NFL and NBA being back. Yeah, I'm ready for football season to get here. Um, I mean, we're in crunch time for NASCAR season. There's 12 races left in the season, so I'm excited to have more data to look at with the new car. So, I mean, I'm I'm definitely ready for football, but this is the time of the year that I love baseball season too. You get teams making pushes. You get teams that are kind of out of it, bringing up young, talented, you know, hitters and pitchers to kind of see where they're at. Um, if they want to, you know, have them back with the big league club next year. So, I mean, this is a fun time for baseball. So still a ton of stuff to talk about. Just want to say, always appreciate everyone listening each and every day. It means a lot. And yeah, man, let's jump into it. Get started with Boston at Pittsburgh. Eight and a half total in this game. Red Sox, a 190 favorite. It is Eovaldi against JT Brubaker. Nathan Eovaldi, he's 7,700 today. He has been all over the place. We know the upside is there. We know when he goes out and he pitches a good game, he has the upside to pay off 7,700. He hasn't been great, but... 
The flip side of this is, I mean, this game's in Pittsburgh, which is fantastic pitcher's ballpark. And this offense stinks with a ton of strikeouts, little walks, little power. Uh, what are we doing with Nathan Eovaldi today? Uh, Nathan Eovaldi is definitely an option for me on, on DK today. I think he's just just okay, especially like you said, in a, in a pitcher's ballpark. But going against, and also going against Pittsburgh, who has been a little bit better late uh, as far as hitting the ball, too. So I definitely don't mind taking a few shots on him in tournaments uh, today for sure. Um, that's really about it. Not going to really get um much overweight overweight on him. Probably at the field. Um, but also I don't expect. I, I feel like I feel like today he's going to be low owned a little bit too. Uh, he's got a price of eighty seven hundred on DK, which is which is pretty good, especially for for him. I think it's a fair price for him too. Like you said, he has he has had some strikeout upside and some good games, and there's some other games where he didn't perform so well. So yeah, overall I think he's a a solid play, but not. Uh, what about obviously top arms on the slate? That's because the tops aren't the top arms on this slate. We have three absolute studs on this slate, like absolute studs. So that's why we're not looking at Eovaldi on FanDuel. And that's why Dre said he's in play on DraftKings and, you know, potentially in play on Yahoo as well. DraftKings, he's 7,700. So he kind of fits that build as like a potential sp2 on this slate because i mean you're paying up for sp1 and like at the end of the day you probably end up paying up for both pitchers on the slate um and we'll talk about some of these guys when we get there but i think eovaldi is a good option don't think he is like stellar but i think he's a good option um pittsburgh they're just they don't beat right-handed pitching very often and when like i said when eovaldi's on this is a dude that can put up 25 plus fantasy points so and a ballpark upgrade Pitching wise, um, any interest here in JT Brubaker going up against the Red Sox? Uh, no, I, I think Red Sox are just honestly probably one of my better stacks on the slate. So I don't look, I don't think I'll be good to Brubaker at all on the slate. We don't have a ton of stack options on the slate. Um, we have a lot of good pitching on the slate. So I think I'm with you. I think JT Brubaker is a solid pitcher. Uh, you, you know, he's been someone that has been. I'd say above average against right-handed hitters this season, but where he struggled is lefties. And I mean, they're going to go righty lefty. That's kind of what we've seen from them over the last um, few games. And now that they added like Hosmer, they have that option to even have him in there. So yeah, I mean, for me, it's going to be a pass on Brubaker here. And as far as the Red Sox bats, Dre, I think it's one of those slates where I don't even know if you're going to necessarily need to stack a full five-man stack today. This might be one of those unique days where you go like 3-3-2 three, three, or something along those lines. Um, you know, some weird types of stacks instead of, you know, trying to, oh, I'm going to 5-3 every team. Because there's really not like a amazing stack on all the stacks we're going to talk about today. So I think, I mean, many stacks is kind of where I'm going to live on this slate. Yeah, I can see that. I can see the most being honestly like a four man for me personally, um, on DK if I'm playing there, um, but definitely like a three man. So be like I'll be overweight on three man stacks today for sure. Um, it, it's just it, like you said, it just seems like that slate, especially when you want to get payoff for the pitching today. Uh, you want to make sure that you definitely have um the salary for that. So I, I definitely don't mind doing like a three man stack, especially when it comes to Boston. Um, you can go any to me. Anyone in this lineup is, is valuable, but um, like you said, more so so the lefties like like Devers, Verdugo, 
um, and Hosmer. Um, don't mind taking a shot on those guys um, in tournaments, definitely for sure. But um, I definitely also don't mind playing these writings in here too, like like Bogarts uh, and uh, Tommy Pham as well. Yeah, I mean, Devers, Verdugo would be my two favorites. Um, Verdugo, more price than anything else. Like we said, we want to pay up for pitching on the slate. Um, but yeah, Xander Bogart's fam. Like, Brubaker is solid against righties, but still gives up a lot of hard contact, and these guys are talented, so uh, don't mind that. And then Pittsburgh side here, any interest in the Pittsburgh bats against Eovaldi? I mean... <sighs> Just with deep like like deep GPPs, like if you're playing like the fifteen dollar or or the like seven dollar, I think it is today on a FanDuel. I don't mind taking some shots um on these on these guys, like maybe like a two man. Um with maybe a guy like O'Neill Cruz who has some power who has power clearly. Um I know we got Cabrera Hayes on on the IL, so he's not he's he'll be out, but even Ben Gamble, don't mind taking shots on like those type of guys in tournaments, um, as, like I said, deep GPP plays, but not really going to try to, like, to full stack them. But, I mean, you can just in case, too, in case Evaldi gets blown up here. But it's more, like you said, about pitcher's ballpark. And uh, I think he can put together a couple uh, – a good game here. I'd go maybe Reynolds or Cruz one-offs. I don't think I'm full stacking Pittsburgh here against Evaldi. We got Toronto at New York. Facing the Yankees, eight total in this game. Yankees are 140 favorites. Berrios against Frankie Montas. Not that the Yankees rotation needed to get any better, but Frankie Montas with the New York. Um, let's talk Berrios first here. He's 6,700. Your Yankees have, I mean, they've kind of been struggling here um, over the last week or so. Still don't think... I can pull the trigger on Barrios against the Yankees today. <laughs> I mean, I might say it like this. I'm gonna put it just like this. So this game right now is four four for the Yankees against Tampa Bay, and they've been struggling at two and ten on the road, on two and ten in their last uh, a couple games. So, I I'm I'm, I'm I kind of I want to say since they're struggling, I want to take a chance on Barrios just because he's six seven on DK. And like, like I said, in tournaments, like just because they're struggling only. That's that's why. Um, so I, I'm in on it a little bit, but not not really high on it. But I can see definitely other than that, I would definitely fade him for sure. For what it's worth, I think the Yankees are the top stack on the slate. But I mean, I've been saying that a lot over the last week. It's just <laughs> Barrios has a low strikeout rate. He gives up a ton of hard contact. He's kind of a ground ball, fly ball, neutral pitcher. It's Yankee Stadium. We don't have a ton of options today. I mean, I'm not playing Barrios. I can tell you that, like, for certain. I am definitely not playing Barrios today. I think if I'm playing either pitcher in this game, it'd be Frankie Montas. Um, tough matchup going up against Toronto. Low strikeout offense. But Montas is a lead against right-handed hitters, and they're going to run out probably seven or eight right-handed hitters against Montas in this game. He's 7,300. Him and Eovaldi would be those like mid-tier, if I'm not paying up for Darvish, McClanahan, or DeGrom type of pitchers on DraftKings or Yahoo. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that for sure. 7,300 is, is an excellent value for him. Cheaper than Eovaldi, too. And uh, Toronto also has been a team that 
has has been a little bit underperforming this whole year as a, as a whole and the supporting and like you said he's better against right-handed pitching so uh against right-handed bat so I I would definitely don't mind taking some shots of Frankie Montas in tournaments for sure today. Uh, Toronto bats. Any interest here in the Toronto bats? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, I know I don't mean this game could definitely go. I can see this game being go one of two ways. Uh, go either be really high scoring or really low scoring. Um, uh, so I definitely don't mind taking a few shots. They always have the upside to be ending in the slate to uh to be one of the top stacks. So. I don't mind doing like a uh like a definitely like a Vlad Guerrero, um uh Oscar Hernandez or Gary L, uh three man there, or even if you wanted to go with like a guy like a Espinal today or, or Kirk and Jan said don't mind those today at all. I don't mind like a mini stack. Just kinda of hoping Montas isn't on it. Toronto yeah. has a ton of power. My biggest issue with Toronto is it's a tough matchup and they're really expensive. But the flip side of that is it's in Yankee Stadium. They can hit home runs against anybody. So I don't mind potentially looking at the Blue Jays in this spot. And then kind of said it when we were talking about Barrios. I think as far as stacks go, the Yankees have the ceiling to break the slate. And it's whether or not the Yankees decide they want to show up or not. Um it's crazy because we know Stanton's getting close. LeMahieu said that like he could potentially come off the bench um, on Wednesday. So we'll we'll see. Um, Carpenter, it sounds like he'll be back for the playoffs, but it's not your same Yankees lineup from even three weeks ago. But it's still such a hard lineup to beat, and I think they're just an offense that. I mean, if you're stacking today, you want the ceiling. They can put up ten runs in a game. Yes, I do. oh DJ actually pitched uh, came in today and pinch hit today. I just looked at it just now, one of one. So uh, I I don't I don't mind the Yankees definitely. I think you said like you said the top stack on the slate for sure. Uh, it's just it's just tough, you know. It's it, they always disappoint. And to me, my motto is when they're always on the top stack or. In the best spots, that's why they always put up the least amount of scores for whatever thing I've noticed in my time playing DFS and playing uh uh with the playing against the Yankees. So I will definitely be at the field with them. Probably won't be overweight with them, but definitely at the field with them because I definitely know they have the upside to crush this slate today for sure. All right, the like the the only good thing about you know, some of these guys being out is the Yankees stack overall is a little bit cheaper. Um, yeah. I mean, so it kind of helps on a slate where you want to pay up for pitching Kansas city at Tampa, no total in this game. It sounds like it's going to be Carlos Hernandez pitching for Kansas city. Don't know how much we'll see him go and how deep will go. He went 55 pitches in his first start back against the Dodgers and not pitch well. And then we have McClanahan here at 9,700 on the other side. Any interest here in Carlos Hernandez? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, this is a easy, easy, easy stay away spot for me. They just need him to eat some innings here. Um, we've seen him a little bit this year. His walk rate and strikeout rate are both twelve percent. He struggles with power to both sides of the plate, and I mean his xFIP is almost seven. So definitely a guy we're going to be attacking with some bats today. 
more than anything else. Um, McClanahan, other side, 9,700, under 10K. I know he hasn't been pitching fantastic, but this is a this is a spot where you could potentially say it's a get right spot. Yes, I definitely agree with that for sure. And that's what makes him um makes him more on the top of on the slate for sure. Uh the spot against Kansas City is a it's a good matchup. A lot of these are uh, a lot of these guys on the Kansas City now are, are young bats except for like the guys like I was like Salvador Perez. But uh, <clears throat> but I think outside of that, I think McClanahan has a has definitely uh, a pathway to being a uh, a great option today. Uh, probably not the best option, uh, clearly because we have one guy who stands above the rest. Uh, but uh, I think McClanahan definitely will be able to go the distance. I think he'll get at least. I know you get a quality start for six innings, but I think you can see him go uh, seven innings on um today possibly. Um, and pitch a little bit deep into the game, possibly even more, especially if he's if he has uh, his his uh, strikeouts going. I think we see this is like a bounce back spot, and he just comes out and he pitches fantastic. Um, so I have a ton of interest in him under 10k, and honestly, on the other side, like I really don't have a ton of interest in the Royals. Like, if he is going to be super popular, maybe you take a shot on like Perez or Witt against him, but I don't even think I want to do that. Yeah, I would just want to do one offs for sure against them. Like to me, with these with the with like the these pitchers that are in great spots, you you really don't want to play these those offenses. So I'm not gonna even target them. Like I said, just more so one offs sort of Bobby Witt, Perez. Um yeah, that's just those two guys really mainly. That's about it. Um, Tampa Bats, man, like Brandon Lau, Rosarina, they're kind of expensive, but Rest of this team is is really cheap. Um, I think my favorite bat from Tampa is David Peralta. He's thirty one hundred. We know he has pop. Um, I mean, I definitely think I like him in this spot. Yes, I I like this team. Honestly, I don't. I like this team as a whole. Um, I don't mind uh, stacking this team up. Um, up for sure. Lau Peralta, uh, Rosarina. I think those are great options today. Uh, G Man Troy, uh, G Man Troy, and Andy Diaz as well. Um, uh, I think those are uh phenomenal options today in this spot against pretty much Kansas City in their bullpen. So I think that this team, this team, I think it's going to be a, a very sneaky team in GPPs because I think they're going to be probably a little bit under owned than what they should be. Um, uh, I know the price is there too of the guys, but. Just based on some other teams that I think might come in a lot more higher own than them, I think they might be a little bit lesser own, but I could be wrong. I think Tampa's going to get some ownership today for sure. Carlos Hernandez stinks. Tampa's cheap. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be definitely a team people are targeting today. Up next, we got the Mets and the Braves. Jacob DeGrom, Max Freed coming back off of the IL. It was concussion. Um, He was only out, I think, 11 days. And I think he had a bullpen session recently. So be interesting to see what this line kind of opens up at. I'm guessing it's going to open up at six and a half. I could be wrong. Um, I'm assuming we're going to see a really low line here. But Jacob DeGrom, I mean, 10-3 has not looked like he has lost a, a step at all. The only concern is he's only thrown 76 pitches in his first or his two of his three starts, but 
I mean, those, those 76 pitches, Trey, this dude is on one. He has a 50% K rate through three starts so far this year. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. That's why I said we have one top option. I don't care. He pitches in the sixth inning or, or even the fifth inning. This man is just going to put up a, a monster score. Like, his his strikeout rate is ridiculous. His, and his three starts back, 6, 12, and 10. And so 12 came against this team that he's facing again today in Atlanta. So I, I, I love him today. He's just a top overall option. To me, he's, he's a lock in here, SP1. Just don't even think about it. Just play him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not thinking about it. He just dominated this team. 12 strikeouts in 76 innings or 76 pitches. Like, Jacob deGrom is reminding us why he's considered one of the best pitchers in baseball, if not the best pitcher in baseball. Let's talk about Max Fried on the other side of this game. You know, we know how good the contact skills are for this team in general. Where they do struggle is like lefties. I don't think I can play Freed, but I don't think I'm taking a bat on either side of this game. I think I, I think I don't mind taking a shot on the Mets. The Mets got to him a little bit in the last match that they had. He gave up four or four runs, so uh, and I think he didn't have that many strikeouts. Let me look at this. his strikeout rate. I mean, his strikeout. Yeah, he only had five strikeouts, um, and only walked one person. Oh, he gave up three. Yeah, he gave up four runs. Yeah, four runs. That was right. I'm gonna make sure I was right. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I think that uh, he has a. <clears throat> I think he. I, I don't think Freed is an option today. I think the bats are, are just on for the Mets are to be in play today. They will definitely be low on. I think because, like you said, if people are thinking more so. They don't want to play Freed. They give me the Mets. Give, give me guys like Francisco Lindor, Peter Alonso, who has power. Um, and guys like uh, Sterling Marte, Nimmo. I, I don't mind taking the shots on these guys and uh, Jeff McNeil um, as well, uh, who's been pretty decent lately. I don't mind taking some shots on these guys um, and seeing where it goes. And also uh, a guy like uh, Darren Ruff, I think, too, can be very sneaky. And I think actually he's going to be my home run call for the day, too, as well. All right. Last game. The standalone late game here, you know, two hours and 20 minutes between. Did you have anything from the Braves? Oh, no, we don't have to play them. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I mean, they might get like three innings against the bullpen and do something, but I mean, DeGrom three. is really good at throwing baseballs. So, yeah, I got nothing from them. We do have Washington at San Diego, seven and a half total. The Padres are a three seventy-five favorite on most books here today. Anibal Sanchez going up against you, Darvish. Any interest here in Anibal Sanchez? No, none whatsoever. This is an easy fade for me. Um, you, Darvish. He's he's like it's like. 1A, 1B, 1C today for me. These three guys are just... You could play any of these three guys. Darvish kind of struggled in his last start at Washington against this offense. They're going to do that a little bit to pitchers, but overall, I mean, you're going to win more than you're going to lose picking on Washington for the rest of the season. Yeah, I definitely agree agree with you on that one. He did give up, what, seven hits, four or runs, but he still had nine strikeouts, so 
that was still a positive to see that he was still getting his strikeout stuff all and even in that matchup. And so uh, surprisingly, I was surprised to see the uh Washington strikeout rate as a whole as a team was was lower was a little bit lower than what I was expecting it to be. Uh, I think it was around like eighteen percent when I last checked a couple like I think yesterday. Um, so I was kind of surprised at that from just a lot that they have out. But uh, I think, though, New Darvish is definitely a good option. He would be probably number three for me, uh, for sure, uh, on the list, because I was had like McClanahan uh, and a better spot. And obviously, we already know DeGrom is number one over everybody. But I definitely think he'll be the lowest owned. So he would be a, a, a great uh, uh, option in tournaments, too, as well. Yeah, I like him. Um, my problem is I just don't like any of the bats against him, so I like him. I mean, if you're going to play anybody here, honestly, it'd probably be like C.J. Abrams because he's 2,400. He should be in the lineup here. But, I mean, I'm not super excited about playing Washington bats here. I'm not really either. I would take, like like I said, probably I – w- I would just run like a – a mini stack of them just be, just because if they can put up a couple earned runs, that might be all we need today on the slate as the second as the secondary, not as the primary. Um, you know, even like with with the two man, like you said, CJ um, Abrams is an option. I think uh, Ruiz is an option as well. Um, and even if Nelson Cruz avoid is uh, avoid, I think those are also another uh options that we can go with today. So just guys that could uh, have some power in the bats that they could hit one out the park. And then on the San Diego side, the only reason that I'm ranking the Yankees over the Padres today is one, or I guess there's two reasons, ballpark and price, where the Yankees are missing some players and like the stack is like super doable. You're paying for the San Diego stack today. There's no one cheap when it comes to the San Diego stack today outside of like if Gresham, whoever plays that like final outside out outfield like spot, whether it be Myers or Gresham or something, um, but I mean, they're in a fantastic spot. Animal Sanchez and, you know, Carlos Hernandez are the two worst pitchers on the slate. So, I mean, yeah, take hitters against these two guys. Yes, definitely for sure. Like this, the San Diego lineup is just, this is dangerous. And we know Tatis is suspended, but imagine if he was back in this lineup, it would just be ridiculous. It would be crazy. But, but I, I, I like this spot for San Diego. Um, they definitely will probably be the second highest old stat. Well, maybe third because of the price. Uh, but they definitely are a good stack today. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Josh Bell, Drury. You can't go wrong with none of these guys. Even Cronenworth and Grissom, like you said, if he's in the lineup. Uh, the stack from top to the stack from top to bottom. I think just the screams just play me. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Little short slate, straight to the point slate, I think. I mean, there's only a few pitchers you really want to take bats against. And, I mean, any of these pitchers up towards the top are in play for sure. Give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Guy under 8K to six or more. Uh, Give me... Oh, I'm between two. I would, you know, just because I'm going to take the chance and say it, I would go... Barrios. All right, I'll go Yavaldi. I mean, those are the uh, Montas was the other one. Um, 
we're going to skip the over 8K to go under 15 today. Um, I mean, we both would say freed. Yeah. But all right, we're going to skip that question today. It's I don't think DeGrom, McClanahan, and Darvish are going under 15. I think Freed even has the potential to go over 15 because he's such a good real-life pitcher that he doesn't typically get blown up. So, I mean, like you said, they tagged him a little bit in his last start, and he still put up 15. So, he's our least favorite of the four. We'll say that. We'll say that. Uh, give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run today. Uh. 4K to hit a home run. I'm going to say I'm going to go is, hold on, is Verdugo over 4K? I believe so, right? Let me check I don't know how much he is. I'm gonna, just give me Xander Bogarts. Just give me Xander today. I'm going to go Josh Bell. Extreme ground ball hitter against an extreme fly ball pitcher. This should play very well for Josh Bell today. Really like him and everybody against Animal Sanchez. Uh, give me a guy under 4K to get two hits today. Verdugo's uh, under 4K, so I'll give you him. There you go. I was like, I wonder if he's going to put it together, but I'm going to go David Peralta. Tampa is that cheap stack today, man. They are in a fantastic spot. They're going to be popular. So, I mean, mix in some righties with the lefties and don't just do your lefties, but Tampa's in a fantastic spot. Uh, Give me a stack to score six or more runs today. I'm going to go Boston today. I like it. I'm going to go Tampa. I really think that they get the job done. I mean, it's not even that much of a hot take, really. Like, I like to be the hot take person. Kansas City has a bottom three bullpen. Hernandez is probably not going to go more than, like, three or four innings, like, this is a dream spot for Tampa. It's just in a terrible ballpark for hitting, but I mean, they're so cheap that it's kind of priced into their prices. So, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no, just lock in. Besides just locking the ground today, don't think about it. Uh, he should be a hundred percent in contest today. If, if if anyone doesn't play him like that, then something's wrong. Take their money. And uh, yeah, have a good slate. I think Boston will be under owned today, and that's why Sneaky Stacks win it all. All right, that is going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday, welcoming welcoming back Grant for the first time in like a month and a half. Um, go get married and disappears now, but we're gonna give him a hard time for that tomorrow. But yeah, it'd be fun. Thanks everyone for listening. We will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>